Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, hello, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 110, and this is quite a special one for anyone who's been following online what's been happening over at D23. Uh, I am uh, one of your hosts for this episode, Ray. Joining me is the other high priest, Connor. Connor, how are you? I am doing... You know, all right. I think a uh, big problem this episode. I don't have a lot to talk about, so um pretty happy just to sit aside for this one. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, and of course, we have the other high priest, Rebecca. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it pumped with this this news that we're all kind yeah. of chomping to to discuss. And we have a very special guest as well. You may have heard him on the uh, the Last Sons of Krypton, the Superman podcast, which I do with the other Connor. But Orion, uh, welcome, welcome from We Are Venomaniacs. Welcome to the show. Thanks. It's actually my second time on the show. Yes, yes, Orion and myself, we did do a classic Moon Knight review, classic run a while ago. Uh, it was. Um, Gosh, do you remember the name of the the book off the top I of your know, head? Stud with a box or yeah. something? Yeah. Um, it had to do with um the sav the savage studs, savage a studs. box of music <laughs> for the savage studs. That's right. That's oh, right. Is that like the third issue of Ellis or whatever? It's the one. No, it, no. no. It, it, so it's actually my favorite uh, classic Moon Knight issues number thirty two <laughs> and thirty three. I think it is, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a two parter that um. That Ellis's issue, I think number what was it? Uh, number three. Number three was inspired by, or at least, mm. you know. yeah, Connor. So it was really cool. It, it actually right. tangentially really tied into it. Um, so you could argue that you know those remember those like corpses at the end of Ellis's three. You could kind of argue that a few of them were were basically the characters in the Mench Run, which um, which Orion had mentioned. We covered earlier on. Uh, feels like ages ago, Orion. But uh, oh, like... it was. <laughs> <laughs> but since then, we've uh, we've covered. Uh, we've had you on uh, covering the Spectre on the Superman podcast. That was a lot of fun. I actually I oh, learned yeah. a lot there. Um, Rebecca Connor, are you familiar with the Spectre? Um, I am big, ghostly man. Who like yes, yeah. Uh, you follow f- follow the the series and and the runs and stuff or no 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 he had that but famous I know, one I mean I, I don't follow much DC so yeah um, but yeah I know of and uh, I've probably read a few things with him in mm-hmm. he had that famous run by the same guy that made like Suicide Squad yes Ostrander is it yes yeah, yeah. Ostrander, Ostrander. Yeah, right I thought so yeah that w- that is probably the best Spectre run. Yeah, and uh, and Orion, you mentioned Doug Mensch actually did a run of the Spectre as well, which kind of ties yeah. in nicely to this show. <laughs> yeah, he did. I still have not read it. Like I said, I mm. I have it. I just have not opened it up yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, anyway, Orion uh, is a uh, is one of our special guests, and he's um, as mentioned from We Are Venomaniacs, uh, the podcast all to do with symbiotes and and venom. 
but you are also a, a huge Moon Knight fan, and uh, we've got some big, big news to cover in this episode. Why don't we just like just throw ourselves into it? The, the big news that was announced this morning down down under it would have been, I guess, what last night for some of you guys. Yes, yesterday. I yesterday. Mean. Uh, was the announcement of the Moon Knight TV show, which will be coming out around, I'm assuming around 2021. Um, but yeah, anyway, so what had happened at D23, basically they kind of went through the shows which they had announced already at San Diego. Kevin Foggy came out and he surprised everyone by announcing another three. Um, so we're getting uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Moon Knight and She-Hulk rounding out phase four from the the Disney Plus streaming service. And this is just big, big news. I mean, um, how did you guys take it? I mean, were you, like, did you wake up to it or? um... Well, this, for this, it was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for me, it was towards the end of my work day that this happened. I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to get home. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, and uh, yeah, Connor, how did did you did your social media get inundated with with messages, or were your friends texting you about Moon Knight? Well, I did get a few, but the problem was that it was oh, I must have like eight this morning. I didn't wake up till at least like one p.m. Right. So when I flicked out my phone, the most the biggest the biggest first news story I saw was the Lizzie McGuire reboot. So my <laughs> expectations were a little different from when I would scroll back to a, to a few hours earlier and I'd see a it's still big news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I love living Lizzie McGuire. You I've know, never I can seen sing that theme song. So you know, it's right. really. Started strong, ended poorly. So <laughs> right, I probably have to catch up on that. On that, uh, you know, that, what is it? A franchise, Connor? I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm not too familiar with it. But uh, McGuire cinematic. We're too those. old, Ray. Oh right, is all I'm saying. Like we we have a past. <laughs> yeah, like, like we 2000s. are too old for this. Oh yeah, so it'd be a bit weird for a 40, 41 year old man. To... It would be a bit weird for us to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that, and like yeah, I'm dying to see the city. <laughs> dying to see what she's doing now. She's I'm sure like what she was 20. teaching the world was forever topical, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Rebecca, you said you woke up to the news, right? Yes. I woke up to it. Um, mm. I woke up to everyone talking about Ms. Marvel. Oh, okay. And, oh, yeah, um, was, yeah. Did you have your... And then yeah. suddenly it was like Moon Knight and then yeah. like She-Hulk. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to take a like, step back and go, like, <laughs> see what was announced. That's so... Because <laughs> yeah, I was like, actually, are people... That's true. I actually thought, are people like joking? Mm. Because there'd been so much of a, give us Moon Knight or yeah. give us... You know. And I was just like, okay, deep breath. And the same with She-Hulk. She-Hulk was the, are people actually teasing this? Because mm. like, Ms. Marvel, Feige's already said, was like being considered and they yeah. wanted to get Captain Marvel done first so they could have someone who was a fan of her. Yes, I remember um, that. Yeah. So like, you know, so that wasn't like, but the other two, I was like, are, are people being wishful or so? Yeah. So that I had to go and I actually look it up as actual news yeah. as opposed to believing anyone I follow on Twitter. And then I was, and then I just spent about an hour in bed reading through me yeah. And, yeah. and comments and just, I mean, I woke up in the middle of the night, my time. So it was kind of nice to, I, d- I think it had not been long announced. Yeah. It's such an uh, information overload, though. It was, like, wasn't that it? That first image yeah. was She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight in one fucking picture. Like, because like, they, they, I mean, on. people have been, like, wanting them for so long. Yeah. That to, to have them, like, oh, and by the way. And, uh, you know, because there's lots of really good announcements to kind of, like, 
digest from this uh, Disney Plus announcement. Yeah, I mean, the whole heap of Star Wars stuff, right, as well, which... Uh, yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan. yeah. Trailer, Obi-Wan. All the extra actors they've cast for the various other... Like, you know, we've yeah. got uh, Randall oh. Park coming back in WandaVision. Yeah, we'll get and, it. Yeah. And um, uh, Kat, Kat Dennings. Darcy, Kat Dennings. Yeah. And um, they've cast a guy to play US Agent. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt Russell, Russell, does anyone know him? Orion? Yes, do, yeah. yes we do. talking about about him more oh. than we've been talking about other things this morning. Who, who he was, um, <laughs> which is terrible to admit, he was in Overlord, which fantastic. Oh. Considering oh. that I say I don't like horror, I okay. spent weeks hounding Connor to go see Overlord. Well, okay, I've so, never heard of it. Uh... It's a horror film set in the Second World War, oh. and it kind of involves a take on super soldiers. Oh, okay. But from a sort of zombie. really kind of nasty zombie, yeah, body oh, yeah. horror kind of way. Right. But he plays such a good sort of like, um, sort of adjacent Captain America type character okay. that when they said he was going to be cast as US agent, I was so just it's like, perfect, it's perfect, is it? Oh, wow, Literally great. Literally perfect. Because US agent's a bit more, he's a bit more rough around the edges, right? And he's a bit, um, yeah. he, he'll go places. A bit more places... conservative, fascisty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Let's say conservative just in case they don't go full on fascist with him. Yeah. But we've got Zemo, so, you know. Yeah, you know, that's right. And the mask, apparently, as well. Like Zemo's mask. I'm very excited about That'll that. Be very but cool. yeah, um, so, so yeah, the three they announced are big. Fan demanded shows. Yeah, I look. I, I've. I think I came across the She-Hulk logo first, and I don't know. To me, my initial impressions were that like this, like this has got to be real. I mean, look, it looked like a pretty cool logo. I thought for it to be like. I mean, I, it could easily have been fan art as well because they're a fantastic. I didn't see fan. the logos. I didn't see like the logos. First, I just saw people talking about ah. it, and then I saw the logo. Yeah, the logos did underscore that these were probably legit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. That was my first impression, and then I saw. Um, well, actually, no. Then I was on my way to my folks' place, and I get. Um, I check my messages. I get it from a big shout out to Tommy, the man on the streets. Uh, he sent me a message going, do you know what's happened? <laughs> like you know, and I had a look. He goes, like Moon Knight's been got a TV like show, and so I kind of like you know looked at some of the links and stuff and yeah it was it was just really surreal and as you said i spent most of the day it totally railroaded my my day (laughs) it's amazing how much things like that affect things but yeah yeah i I remember when um the venom movie was finally announced as happening that railroaded my day so this is like a second coming for me (laughs) yeah the venom just thinking about the venom movie makes my day so that's all right yeah and i'm happy about venom 2 as well coming out is um Mm -hmm. and look okay so we'll run through this quickly because i actually want to get into this because um you you know this has generated a lot of groundswell amongst i guess the moon knight fan sites and and groups and such so just wrapping out as you say rebecca um so falcon winter soldier uh emily von camp she came out she's reprising her role as sharon carter as you said white russell u.s agent uh in wandavision uh, kat dennings and randall park but we also get a new character by Catherine hahn um i've got no idea or i don't think there's any info as to who she'll be but that's they just it. said a nosy neighbour. Okay, a nosy neighbour. and so, Which could be anyone as well, but a nosy neighbour. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry. J- just to interrupt for a moment. I was just thinking Sharon Carter, yes. considering what happens at the end of Endgame. Right. What does that make her? And Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Holy moly. <laughs> 
It's kind of snake eating its tail. What's going on? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, you're right. But she deserves better because they they treated the actress a little bit shoddily. So I'm glad she's going to be. In yeah, it. yeah, me too as well. I think like a, a wasted um, use of the character and, and talent. So looking forward to seeing her there. Uh, it'll be fun to see Kat Dennings, of course. Uh, she's I found her quite funny in the Thor films and and Randall Park as well. He had some really cool comedic timing. With uh, with Ant Man, he had a couple of little, you know, the magic trick. And, I love him. Yeah, he's so. pretty cool. So, uh, and apparently, Wonder Vision's going to be more like a uh, a sitcom, you know, m- mashed up with the MCU kind of style. So that that's interesting. Um, harking back to the old days, I think they were saying for that sitcom style. Uh, Loki again was talked about not much uh, here, other than it will take place after Endgame. We all know what happened to Loki in Endgame, so that opens up. You know, a lot of doors there. Be good to see Tom Hiddleston again, um, reprising his role. Uh, Hayley Atwell, uh, she came on to speak about the What If animated series, which will be, that will be interesting. I mean, uh, this could be one of those shows that flies under the radar, but I'm really looking forward to this. I think this will be really good. Yeah, it's quite fun. They said there's going to be one for each of the MCU films. Mm. Yeah, so... so um... Yeah, we all know I have my skin isn't bad. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Right. You know we all have my heart set on uh, the Civil War episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I mean. but interestingly enough, yeah. neither Chris Evans nor Robert Downey Jr are listed amongst the voice actors they have. Yeah, anyway. right. So because there's we will l- see. literally nearly everyone else, right? I mean, it's a great yeah, cast. Yeah, literally so. nearly everyone else. So. Yeah. So that's cool. It'll and be interesting. Yeah, and then finally, um, as uh, as mentioned before, in San Diego, Hawkeye um, will be, you know, will be is still there. <laughs> I don't know, there was no more news there <laughs> that I got. Uh, still there, but there's killing people. Yeah, but there's a picture of um, the timeline, and it appears then that yeah, Miss Marvel will come shortly after Hawkeye, uh, followed by Moon Knight, and then rounded off by She She Hulk. So that's uh, that's a big news for for any Moon Knight fan, any any Marvel fan actually. Um, so anyway, I wanted to open it up to you because like, there's been a lot of discussion now uh, in the ITK community about this, you know, announcement for the TV show. And, and already we're having, you know, some fans speculating about different things and um, expecting this and wanting that. Uh, I wanted to throw it out to all of you first. Um, you know, first question, would you have preferred a movie or a TV show for Moon Knight? Because this is um, this has popped up. So Orion, um, are you happy that it's a TV show? Would you have preferred a movie? Oh no, this is exactly what I preferred—a mm. TV show. Of course, you know, back when rumors were murmuring and everything, this was when Marvel still had shows on Netflix, and that's why I was really hoping yes. for. Because you know, with Netflix at least, we'll we would have gotten you know some nitty gritty have violent mm. Moon Knight. Not too sure now about Disney, but I'm happy either way because mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to putting my favorite characters in movies and TV. Yes, no, I mean I I'm pretty much aligned with your thoughts as well, Orion. Uh, Rebecca, how about you? Are you, you uh... uh for sure TV show? TV show, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd have been delighted with either. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I just think it's a character that in two hours would have been. Um... A, a challenge, much more of a challenge yes. to deal with aspects that I think we would have had a lot more problems with gaps in a film. Mm. Now, I'm not saying we won't still ha- like there will still be people like, we're all going to have problems with it. It's not going to be perfect. Yes. Um, 
But I think giving yourself, even if it's a six hour TV show, most of them seem to be like six episodes, six to eight episodes, I think, for the Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. I think all the announced ones are six. Right. Um, So let's say bare minimum six hour show. You can just get so much more done. Yes. And I think um, given the, just every aspect of Moon Knight, I think, deserves or might need that space to grow. It's not an, that easy in origin. It's nah. not easy that character to set up. But I would have been delighted with the film as well. So I'm not disappointed either way. We also get more Moon Knight this way. Exactly. Right. Yeah, call, <laughs> call, call me greedy as well, but that, that's one of the things as well. And and also, would if we had a movie... I mean, again, I'd be happy with a movie as well, of course, but you get that three-year gap between you know a sequel mm-hmm. if it if it gets a sequel at all and you're right you get like what two hours of it whereas in a tv show you know you're going to get actually well you're going to get good production value with disney plus uh they've got yeah. a lot of money to throw at it you've got a limited amount of ser- uh, of episodes but you know they're going to be well done uh and yeah you just get more more airtime with moon knight and you can flesh it out and uh, yeah i think it's great but again like you say yeah i mean i'll be happy i would have been happy with the movie i'm uh, just happy to see him on screen you know so uh very very happy with that how about yourself connor would you um have a preference for one or the other uh yeah, no, I totally agree with what you guys said. It's entirely just like a just a much more expansive thing of six hours, but you know, yep. possibly even twelve hours. And, and I, I still love him, and I feel I think you get something like decidedly pulpy mm. where with mm. Moon Knight as a different kind of figure in the world. But you know, it completely changes when you have a, a TV show that can bounce around from episode to episode with flashbacks yeah. and you know history I mean, and whether this. No, sorry, carry on. That's not good. Uh, whether no, this series is with the worst. I'm waiting for Glenda to speak now as well, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna butt <laughs> Me in. Too. So right. whether this <laughs> series, I'm gonna throw. I don't know. I'm gonna throw something. None of you guys are sitting beside me. This is unfortunate. Um, this is a standoff. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, sorry, I'm testing the waters here. <laughs> this this TV show, whether it'll be like six standalone episodes or it'll be like mm. a long running case. Or Either way, you know, it's an entirely different format of understanding and properly establishing a character. For with we also had the big statement today of all of these characters will be in movies. Yeah. You know? So how's that? And we, yep. well, we get the movie announcement today, right? Um, yeah. US time, so. Tomorrow for you guys, I'm not even going to do the, the mental calculations um, <laughs> on the time zones. But I mean, like, there is, like, Blade was announced so, <laughs> yeah. at yeah. Comic-Con. So, yeah. like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's if you want to have a perfect little, <sighs> you know, because, you know, um, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, the, the, it, yeah, of course they can use him in films afterwards. Mm. And it's a nice way for them, I guess, of saying if it's really popular. Yes. Then we know it's worth making a film. Yeah. But also, or we can like team them up and have them mm-hmm. in films. So I just think that they're clearly looking at the supernatural side of Marvel. Because yes. on um, it, Hulu, we're going to have Hellstrom and mm-hmm. Ghost Rider. Yeah. And then we'll have Disney Plus Moon Knight and then Blade in the films. Yep. So, you know... <sighs> It's a pretty good time. I think it's I think it's a really good move as well, uh, Rebecca, with what you say. I mean, like, because also the fact that you can actually expand on Moon Knight's origin and history and stuff during the TV show. You've got plenty of time to to you know unfold all that, and then he's kind of freed up in the movies. 
you know what I mean? So you do right. all the, you do and that's that's yeah. that's what I find prob- that's what I find hard about some of the film the yeah. the films. And then and you look at some characters and you think, well, it's a pretty easy origin. Mm. Like um, even on the announcement, like She Hulk has a pretty simple origin. Yeah, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Transfusion. It, it's pretty, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's really easy to explain. Um, you know, Hawkeye, Kate has a, an, a fairly easy. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ones that have pretty and you compare and then you look at Moon Knight and you're like, whoa, oh, you've got to cover because, a lot and, of ground. And, yeah, and the problem with origins is a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so sick of origin yes. stories. Yeah, and, exactly. And he kind of needs a fair amount of one, yeah. even if even if like the actual mechanics of him becoming Moon Knight are, well, this happened, this happened, this happened. Mm-hmm. There's so much kind of like you know nuance around the but what about the did and how does that play with conshu mm-hmm. and is it real is it not real and like you know they they now have to decide how to do that um without being offensive yes yeah which was always my like oh i can see why they're taking a bit longer on moonlight than yeah, some of the characters for sure. oh absolutely. because um i'm not uh, i'm not saying everything has to be like super pc but there is there, there is a level of responsibility you have to show when you're dealing with mental health characters. Oh yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And I think, like, I've just, I, I literally watched the ending to Legion yesterday, so it's very, ah. very much in my mind. Season, about, like, season two um, or three? Uh, three. Three. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. What was my first comment to Connor? Let's get Noah Hawley on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, you know, I think, I think they dealt with some of the aspects of mental health in Punisher pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I, you know, I, I think they, there is consideration of it, and I just think um, I, I'm kind of glad it wasn't announced too soon. Although, you know, like Orion was saying, it kind of would have been nice to see it on Marvel with the 18 ratings. Yeah, true. I mean, and that, that which lead. we don't know they won't do, but they won't do. Well, yeah, I mean that would lead, I mean, to my next uh, hot topic, I guess, about the rating system and uh, and will we see Moon Knight cutting a face off Bushman? You know, will there be uh, enough violence justifying a, a great interpretation of Moon Knight on screen? Uh, can Disney do this? This is this is a, a, one of the things that some of the fans are concerned about. Uh, to me, look, I don't really mind. <laughs> um, I, I've I mean, Orion, Venom, that was, was that PG-13 as well? Yes, it was. Um, and that had, and that had enough scares and, and, you know. Enough... Bro, we're going to get Moon Knight and some lobster tanks? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that was uh, sufficiently kind of violent. Right. Yeah, you know. Well, what, yeah, it was sufficiently. What, what, what rating was Shazam? Because uh, they ripped people. No, yeah, off. that's. Right, like, yeah. So what I'm saying, yeah. I also think that there's a lot of things you can get away with in terms of implying violence, and I think Venom mm, did yeah. it pretty well, actually. Um, of implying, if you're talking about not having to have blood splatter, yes. or like you know, I think that I think there's, I mean, if you look at some of the stuff we have on TV, yeah, I I think you can do it. You I mean, can. it's I always going to be a concern, but like they've always managed with Batman. Yeah, I think so. I, and and I'm not making that. Of course, I am making that equivalent because you know I have We're to do one. one time. Per one. Yeah, that, that was it. The quote and is, it's always quote me. Is <laughs> yeah. You always jump but, um, in ten minutes. Eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, you know, there's a lot of. I think. I think again. I think people. It's fair concern to have, but mm. like again, it's probably one of the things they wouldn't do it if they didn't think they could. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd like to put it to Orion. Like, when you um, were kind of fielding the, you know, the podcast and, and the, the Venom site, looking at that, and how did fans react to, you know, the rating of Venom and, and what they felt was shown on screen? A lot of people believe that Venom should have been rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because the general audience, perhaps... Uh, and maybe a lot of the uh, comic fans have this idea that Venom is this, is just violent, bloody kind of killer, mm-hmm. and we should see him eating a lot of brains and all of this and that. But um, you know, when you read the comics, this is uh, the, what we got in the movie was pretty much close to how Venom is actually characterized, especially in the '90s, mm. where it's there is a fair bit of humor to it. Yeah, right, because that was one of the things, wasn't it? Like, um, that Tom Hardy was, you know, not making fun of it, but he really was having fun with the role, you know? You know and yeah. And that, that really came across, and as, kind of as you said, that lobster scene, that was just a classic, and that's how, that's how I, when I watched so, it, yeah. I mean, I was watching it, uh, to be totally honest, Orion as well, I was watching it beginning expecting, okay, this is going to be grim and dark and gritty, uh, but I, I fell kind of into it with with Tom Hardy's performance, going, oh, "This is actually quite quite fun," you, you know. So yeah, it was. I'm a, super happy that yeah. they didn't forget the humor aspect because mm. I mean, I loved ben, it. I, was, I went in dreading it might be a bit too too dark. Um, yeah, not dark. Yeah, just unrelentingly dark. Mm. You know, yeah. and um, I enjoy it. It just felt like reading a comic. Yeah, yeah. It was like, fun. Yeah. It was fun. I genuinely, I kind of came out and went, I'm not really sure what I think, like for sure, for sure, but I really enjoyed it. And that's kind of all that matters in a film. Yeah. Yeah. It, you it know. definitely helps to, you know, capture that general audience when it's not a super grim, dark film. Mm. Uh, that's how Marvel really succeeds, I think, is that all their films, although they do deal with some serious topics, always have that element of levity to them. Yeah. And that's what really sells it to the general audience. Is there room for comedy, do you think, in Moon Knight and in the TV show? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think there's a little... Yeah, I mean, there are some humorous scenes with him in the comics, mm. so I'm sure there are, there's enough room. I think there's... Um, I also think he's he's very good at the sort of dry humor and his yes. friends and yeah. his supporting mm. cast. I think, like, Marlene and him, that relationship. Yeah. There's a lot of, like... Even if you look at some of the ones we were reading recently about her going, oh, I'm going to like, four men. Yeah. And, you know, like... <laughs> It doesn't matter if he's not making the jokes. I know about the concern about him becoming quippy. Mm, um, yes, that was raised, but like, yeah. I, and and probably fairly so. Mm. But I kind of, but when I've been reading some of the older stuff and going back on it, I like that wry humor, mm. and I don't think there's too many characters that have really got that yet. Yeah. So there's a space for it of that kind of slightly different, you know humor but there's definitely a space a place for it of course i mean there has to be yeah um because otherwise it's i don't know it could be very heavy yeah i think it's i think the beauty so, sorry is that uh orion was that you no sorry. no you oh. go ahead ray i have a different point entirely oh okay well just, well not really but go ahead okay well just i mean just to wrap up wrap up this point then um uh, oh gosh! Now I've forgotten it. <laughs> About humour. This is my destructive presence. Yeah, just <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, Connor. Go ahead. I... 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Right. Uh, I was gonna say. So yeah, Disney has made uh, has made the comments in the past that you know mm-hmm. this service is gonna be one that's gonna be as friendly, family friendly mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah, and uh, whether they'll stick up for that as well because they do now own the entire Fox catalog, and you know you're really gonna have a a streaming service where you could put Alien but aren't and stuff like that. You got to wonder. Right. But my biggest thought today, while I've been thinking back on this, is. The first thing that jumps to mind with Moon Knight is the face cutting yes. and um, uh, the Ellis run. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. we've read all of Mensch, we've read yep. all of Lemire, you can make those films dead on 100% accurate and you do not need more than an M rating. We love the violence yep. and we could have that if we want to, but you lose, you don't lose much with that, uh, without being able to be gratuitous. Oh. And you know, this, and these are. You know, if they've really made the decision uh, for Moon Knight after all these years of 600 mm-hmm. CBR articles daily, like, they know <laughs> that fans want this. If, you know, if, if they've really, you know, after all these years of, oh, we can't do Moon Knight in the MCU now, we can't, if they've mm. found a way to do that, you've got to trust that they've figured out that fans will be unhappy if we don't do this, so we've got to do this. So I don't think you're going to be, you know, as much as I don't think you're going to get any face cuttings off, he's not going to be handing balloons to... Yeah. to uh, Doctor Strange, I'm like, oh, we can we can make peace together. Yeah, <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Uh, minds are, you know, the high priest's minds are all in tune here, Connor. That that was kind of the point, yeah. That, that I was I was going to make as well. Absolutely. Like uh, what you were saying about the face cutting thing. I don't think it's the be all and end all. You know, uh, some of the comments I've read at the moment, they're going, oh, they better have him cutting the face off, or us, you know, this is not going to do him <laughs> justice. That's only one aspect of Moon Knight. And as you said, there's a Mensch run. There's a Mark Spector run, there's the uh, Volume 2 Fist of Conchu run. Uh, the beauty about Moon Knight is that he's so different. You look at it, the Lemire run, the Bemis run, the Bendis run, the Houston run, they're all very different. Why does it have to be, you know, just the one run which had him grim and dark and gritty as well? Exactly as you say, not to say that he's going to be you know, holding balloons and, <laughs> and, uh, and talking to Doctor Strange and stuff, but there are a massive amount of interpretations of Moon Knight there. And a lot of, I know a lot of the loonies love the Mensch run. And as you say, Rebecca, there's a lot of wry humour in that. So I think if, however he's interpreted, uh, he will be true to, to one of the aspects of Moon Knight, I'm pretty sure, no pun intended. But um, yeah, I, I think some people are... They've got all their chips kind of banked for for one particular interpretation, i.e., I think the Houston run, or maybe possibly the Ellis run, and uh, and look, we may not we may not get that, but we've got to we've got to you know um, be open to the fact that Moon Knight is not only just Volume Six and and Volume Five, if you know what and I mean. And also, they're not making it for any one or two person. Mm, exactly. I mean, like exactly. You know, like. Um, I went through this like with the Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, sort of series had... between that yeah. being like announced and casting and that, and it's just like you know, I I think the one thing I learned from it and the one bit of advice I would give Moon Knight fans like getting ready for this is like welcome all the new fans of the character. Yes, except that like you know you don't have to have read everything to like one bit of the character. Exactly. Um, don't be dicks, basically, but also. Um, enjoy, take what you, like, try not to go in with too many, if they do this, I'll hate it. Yeah. Um, and hope for, hope they have everything you love about the character in there. But, you know, they're going to make changes. They are. They will. Um, whether it's making it more up to date, whether there's, like, 
whether they change bits of the background to like mm-hmm. fit in with the wider MCU stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the comics will still be there. Like no one's taking away the Mon- the Mentron. No one's taking away the Ellis run. Um, and hopefully they'll bring so many more people to the character. Yes. You'll have loads more people to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it almost guarantees we'll get a Moon Knight run Yes. relatively you know uh, in the next year I'm or so just as excited about and, yeah you're right and and the character will get more prominence even if it's in group books mm-hmm. um and you know i don't know i just think i just i just say it's it's fine to have your list of things that you must you really want yeah. but but try not to get mad if they don't happen yeah um i mean because yeah. you know the chances are only some of them will yeah, true. And, and look, it's understandable. I can understand on the other side of it as of, well. To, of course. To I be, mean, like, I was exactly that with the Iron Fist. Yeah, to be kind of like, oh, no, what have they done? Like, I, I like it. Whatever aspect it is, whatever it is. And, yeah. and that's totally understandable as well. But I think, again, Rebecca, you make a really good point, and I always try to think about it when they have adaptations on, on the screen. You always have your comics, you know what I mean? Um, you always have the comics to fall back to. If that's the stuff that you like, you know, Read the source where it comes from, and look. I at... mean, I got it mostly from like Donny Cates when he was talking. Yeah. Um, he came to our local con last year, mm-hmm. so just before Venom came out. Yeah, and it was when people were a bit like, uh, "Are we even? Are we going to like Venom?" And it's like, you know what? Like, just go buy a comic. Like, if you want, if you yeah. want these stories, they still exist. They do. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and there's not one film that tells as crazy a story as happens in a comic. Yeah. Because Absolutely. they can get away with anything. And you can get away, exactly, because it's a comic, right? And, you know, yeah. sometimes you look at it and they try to do you stuff. You don't have to obey the laws of physics yeah. or the laws of, like, how much financing they have. Yeah, and sometimes um, that just won't work on screen. It will just look too silly, but you can get away with it in comics. So, yeah. But, yeah, and it's just, and it's true. It's like, if you, there's thousands of stories. And I'm not, you know, it's, it's a bit of a, I want the show to have everything everyone wants in it. Yeah, but I just, it's not going to, yeah. From, Going into Iron Fist, mm. I know. Like, uh, and I'm, I'm sure, I hope it won't be the same kind of situation where it becomes very divisive. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah you've, you've been there, done that as well. Same, same with Orion. Like, you both have gone, uh, you know, with, with the characters you hold dear. And, and, uh, and it can really affect the, a group mm. of fans. Like, it can really come into... Um, so I'm certainly not trying to dictate to anyone. I mean, like, you know, yeah, you have every sure. right to be angry, Absolutely. outraged, yeah. delighted in every aspect of it. But I also wasn't expecting, at like, 6 a.m. this morning, so like two <laughs> hours after I read the news. Yeah. I got my first, will you be mad if he's not Yeah, Jewish? I know, yeah. And like, I, you know, like... Let, let's absorb this news if anyone first. doesn't know, I'm Jewish. So, like, yeah. that's why... I got the first kind of like, will you personally be mad if he's not Jewish? Mm. And how do you feel? Will you be mad if the actor's not Jewish? And I'm like, we are so far away yeah, <laughs> from yeah. worrying. I don't even want that in my head right now. Exactly. Like, exactly. You know, so, like... Yeah. So, I mean, so this leads into uh, the next, I guess, topic, and, and I'll throw it again to, to you, Orion. Um, and having said that, and, you know, with the, the vast amount of material of Moon Knight, uh, what do you think the series will take from? Like what? What elements or what run mainly do you think the, the series might take from? Uh, that is actually really difficult to mm. ascertain. Um, there's just you know there's just so much Moon Knight to take from, mm. and uh, like you said, it, um, when it boils down to what is going to be allowed on uh, Disney Plus, uh, you're pretty much eliminating some uh, some of the more violent runs. 
Um, but even still, you can still pull some story elements from those runs yeah. um, and not necessarily pull in the violence. Um, I'm uh, What I could say is that I'm hoping to see maybe this the first season deal um, primarily with uh, Mark Spector versus Bushman. Because ah, yeah. Bushman, should, I, I think, I, I hope this series kind of reaffirms Bushman as Mark Spector's arch nemesis because mm-hmm. for for many years in the comics in many recent years bushman has kind of played a backseat role mm-hmm. and has no longer been in the um the forefront of his uh of his world so uh what i'm hoping for maybe is a bit of bushman stuff from the um from the mensch series mm-hmm. and then uh maybe a uh, some pulled from uh, the Divided We Fall graphic novel, mm-hmm. and then a bit pulled from uh, Mark Spector Moon Knight, where uh, Bushman is the the, um, the dictator of Barunda. Yes. Yeah, so maybe a, maybe a bit of that, and then I would also like to see a nod, maybe at the end, like uh, probably the final scene or whatever, to the false origin with uh, Werewolf by Night. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. At least a bit of a reference to it, or something, right? Yes, that would be pretty cool. Like to like maybe showing the committee somewhere, and uh, yes, yeah. Like he'll be, uh, they'll reach out. The committee will reach out to him and say, "Hey, we have a job for you. Yeah. We want you to hunt down this werewolf." Yeah, oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I um, uh, I like your idea, like Connor, and I think it it came up in the one of the um the posts in the group. Uh, I like this idea of, you know, if we do get the six episodes, maybe doing six standalone, I think that would be just quite a, a nifty, quirky idea. Uh, you know, one and done stories for each of them. Uh, yeah, so taking a little bit of Ellis, not not necessarily the stories from Ellis, but I, I don't know, I just found that format quite, um, you know, quite fun and probably hasn't hasn't really been done um, yet that I can think of in, in comic book, you know, series. Uh, but kind of yeah. something there that would make a fantastic She-Hulk. Sorry, thing because you can do yeah. equal procedural. Oh yeah, with She-Hulk. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, Connor. Uh, any any series you think that they'll take from? God, to be as boring as I can be, you know, I have absolutely no idea. But I think that speaks to the the pure eclectic nature of every single run Moon Knight has faced. You know, mm. it's just. You know, is like I mentioned before, is it pulpy? Is uh, is you know, is it um, just kind of a a street fighting sort of investigation? You know, is it more detective based? Is it a big story of a showdown between Bushmen? Is it more psychological? So many genres, eh? Is, yeah. Is it more supernatural? Oh, is it you know? I just don't know what is to... it illusion based, and it, it, it's even like a matter of villains as well. You know. I think we'd all love Bushman, but if if that's not the story, if they want to tell, if they want to tell the tale of a corrupt mayor, or mayor, not mayonnaise, that's no, I mean you could, <laughs> but uh, corrupt mayor with you know you know Black Spectre or the, oh yeah, the interactions of uh, Scarlet, you know, you know Spider Man didn't start off with Doc Ock or Green Goblin in Homecoming. He had the Vulture. Mm. You know, there is just. I have absolutely no idea, and I think that's my favorite part about all these. I've never seen an MCU movie and be like, "Yep, yeah, that's that run." You know, this is yep. going to be for the best. I think entirely different, and just like every other entirely different Moon Knight run, I'm happy to take it on board. Mm. 
So that's my boring answer. Yeah, no, no, that's um, that's it's very uh, good to be like an equal match of of anything like in there as well. But you know, a little bit of me thinks as well, as you you pointed out, Connor. There's so much to Moonlight Law and stuff, and uh, so many ways it can go down that. <laughs> I'm just thinking negatively now that, you know, it's setting up to disappoint a lot of fans now because there are so many different... Everyone will have different opinions as to what they'd love to see and if you don't get the the detective noir, if you don't get the supernatural, you get something else. You don't get the mercenary days. Uh, Yeah, so it's open for a lot of, um, (laughs) yeah, I think eventual fan, um, you know, uproar and expectations not being met but you know that's there you go i mean there's just so much to to take from it from it uh how about you, you Rebecca? Know, sorry sorry just just to just to elaborate on that point mm-hmm. um one of the things i'm always advocating for anytime a new show or or a new movie is announced of fan favorite character is always optimism mm-hmm. and openness to whatever you will get um like when the Venom movie came out, I think in in my in the group that I'm with uh, related to the Venom site and all that, I think I was the only one who was actually really excited and looking forward to the movie. Where everyone else had their reservations about it and mm-hmm. thought, "Oh no, this is gonna suck because Sony's making it." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I'm like, "No, dude, you have to be open. You have to be excited for whatever is going to happen. Yeah. Because if you're going into the theater expecting it to suck." then you're going to be disappointed. Exactly. You have to go into the theater, not necessarily a neutral slate, but as a ecstatic fan. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, if, if you are ultimately disappointed, then you are ultimately disappointed. But there's no, there's no point in sabotaging yourself first by planting that seed in your head, going into it, going, oh, this is going to suck. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, another good point there, Ryan. Just yeah, keep it open, Uh, and if you don't like it at the end, then so be. You don't like it. If you love it, you love it. But yeah, um, it's hard. It's hard though. It is harder, Ryan, because you know with comic book fans, you know there's so many um, ways that you know they have it in their heads of how things should play out for it, and you know how they love to see their beloved characters as well. So yeah, it's a difficult thing to really. to really do like going into it uh rebecca yeah any any final uh, i don't think i have too much to add to it. i mean mm-hmm. i you know like um i i don't know i kind of i hope we do get quite a bit of the origin mm-hmm. but I de- it, it all depends on the showrunner and what they want to take from it yeah like I would love to see, I'd oh, definitely like runner. to see nods to yeah. Bushman. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely like to see, um, I'd definitely like to see a nod to Werewolf by Night, as we know. Yeah. Um, obsessed. Uh, <laughs> by Moon Knight and, and Werewolves. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going there again. Um, I loved the Lemire run, but I think that will be very hard be to very do di- in yeah, some ways. Yeah, a little difficult. Although, um, again, they might although... take elements here and there, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I hope we get some hefty flashbacky stuff about his childhood. Yeah, I hope we get some. Uh, I hope we get to know about his mercenary CIA days because I think they're important and sort of forgotten about a lot. Yeah. Um. Nowadays. Um. And yeah, I definitely want to see him fight crime. Yeah. Fight baddies. You, you know, I don't know. You know. I I feel like we've lost some of that from some comic stuff recently. Yeah. And I would like to see a bit more procedural baddie fighting, yeah. even if it isn't one per episode. 
You know what, Rebecca, this is reminding me unerringly um, about our 100th episode. Uh, I think we were talking about this stuff here. It's so funny. We're, we're now here, like episode 110. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, not that long afterwards. Yeah. yeah, and we are now, I think, didn't we do predictions and stuff? So I think one of us must have predicted a show to come out soon. Uh, look, here we are. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's... um. Yeah, you're right. What, what you're saying, I think, uh, just reminded me what you're saying in uh, episode 100 about yeah, a bit more of an origin, more um, more of our, the street fighting, which will be yeah, be good to see. Uh, I mean, he he's kind of equipped for that, isn't he? Um, so uh, let, let's uh, yeah, let's see what what unfolds. I mean, there's so much goodness ahead. Like as you said, Rebecca Showrunner, who's it going to be? Who are the actors? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, there's it's so much. We've be... got this whole cycle to yeah. to go through now, yeah. and uh, let's pace ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Now, what about that announcement as well? Right before the Moon Knight series was announced, that um, Kit Harrington would be joining mm. the MCU in mystery role. Speculation there, Rebecca. You thought maybe no, that was more I for MCU? Oh, I mean, so I don't want thought... him. As... I'm. I, I will come down now and say I would be gutted if he was Moon Knight. Oh, okay. Right. Excellent, excellent. Orion, um, you're, sorry, uh, we'll get to your points there, Rebecca, as well. Orion? Uh... You know, I, I, see, I, I never watched uh, Game of Thrones, oh. so I can't really judge Kit Harrington. Okay. Um, I had, uh, before the Moon Knight uh, thing came out, I had jokingly said uh, in my group that, hey, look, it's the older Tom Holland going yeah. to be playing older Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But um yeah I wouldn't mind seeing him cast of course um my fan cast for the longest time yes. was Carl Urban. Oh I think cool. he would have been great. He's doing And you know yeah. with the with the recent Boys oh, he's series. Doing fantastic. Um, yeah. You know I I had that little bit of geeky moment when he has a friend named Frenchie. Yes, I was like, right. oh, oh. <laughs> and Frenchie's done well there as well. He's he's cool. He's a cool character. I've um I haven't finished the series yet, but I'm in thoroughly enjoying it. I think it's one of my favorite shows at the moment. So um Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh Connor as well, Kit Harrington, yay or nay? Yeah, no. No, okay. Right, right. And uh and what why so? Oh, I think um I guess I have only seen him in Game of Thrones and like mm-hmm. one or two other things that I can't recall, but definitely just not the yeah, just none of those things that particularly sold me on why he would make a character like Moon. I, mean, I don't think he's a, a bad actor, mm-hmm. probably. But no, um, well, I mean, the thing is, I've seen him. I saw the uh, the thriller, spy thriller he was in, and um, oh, obviously I've seen mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. I saw him on stage recently. Um, and he actually is, look, I, I, I'm actually not going to knock his acting. Like, I don't think he was really that well used in Game of Thrones. Okay. And the spy thriller one was pretty bad. Oh, was it? Oh. Um, on stage, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't think his American accent's great. Oh, okay. Um, I, it just doesn't, I don't think of him and go, yay, Moon Knight. Yeah, so fair that's why I, and I did hear that it's apparently for film. So yes, okay, and that we should find out today at the MCU one. So well, okay. Um, I mean, so that will most most likely four hours from now, according to my Twitter. Right. So, so in a few hours' if time, you want time on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, it will have been announced. So uh, ooh, I will yes speculate or no, Black Knight. Oh, Black Knight! Yes. Oh, that'll be so, fantastic. I'm, 
Dane Whitman. Almost certainly wrong because... No, Rebecca, you're right. That's know. fantastic. Um, <laughs> Hercules? Like, like, Hercules, well, have, Rebecca? I'd like to... Well, I just... As long as he doesn't have to do an accent. <laughs> I, think, I think preferably, like, give him something he could be his own accent in and yeah. it will be a bit better. But um, I don't want to diss him because I do actually really like Kit Harrington. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't like. I did go see him on stage, and he was fantastic. Yeah. I just, I just don't think he's been used very well so far. Right. And I think, like, but somebody else also speculated maybe one of the Doctor Strange demony types, like Mephisto or Nightmare. Oh, okay. So you've got to remember the MCU opens up this whole. They don't actually have to look like that. Yeah, true. Um, true. <laughs> element of. Um, I also think it's like way too early to be announcing anything cast for Moon Knight. Yeah, true. True. I mean, yeah, I mean in terms right. of like, you know, uh, so I, I just, I mean, my, I, I, I don't want him, but I think at least we have that. I don't think it's likely either. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I think Carl Urban would be amazing. Yeah. But I just think it's not like to happen now. No, no. Uh, well, by the time again, as mentioned, this episode comes and out. He's like my age. He's probably a little bit on the older side of oh. who I'd like to play Mark. Well, I was about now. to say Keanu or Kit. What was the. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a big. I think Keanu's probably. But I, like, I adore him. I mm. love it. Um, again, I think he's too old. Yeah. Well, we may well get an announcement um, about Keanu's role in the MCU. We so might. by the time that would be amazing. Yeah, so by the time this episode comes out, you may Loonies may well know who Kit and Keanu are actually playing. Um but we'll have to wait and see. Uh but it seems yeah, I mean I don't mind I wouldn't mind Kit Harrington as, as Moon Knight, but um yeah, I haven't really seen him much beyond Game of Thrones and uh yeah, Rebecca if he's got a bad American accent, I guess he can work on it, but that would be really For off-putting. Sure. I yeah. mean, you know, like yeah. Marvel's casting is usually pretty good, so I think like mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I, whatever that you know, I don't, I can't think of many times I really think they've messed up casting. Yeah. So. Yeah. True. You know. Yeah. I have a little bit of faith there. So we'll, I guess we'll we'll just wait and see. But anyway, that that was um, the big news, loonies uh, that came out, you know, today slash yesterday. And uh, so we, we wait with bated breath about uh, the movie announcements coming, but the huge news, Moon Knight getting a TV show, fantastic stuff. Uh, just before we go to a break, and oh, actually before, I didn't, didn't even mention, we're obviously talking about the news, we also will be rec- uh, covering a bit of a Punisher ambush, so phase of the moon uh, not really playing a part in tonight's episode. Uh, we're being ambushed by Punisher. We'll be reviewing Punisher annual Volume 1, Issue 2, with uh, a guest appearance by Moon Knight. So we'll be doing that on the other side of the break. Now, before we get to the break, I just wanted to do a a big spectacle. Um, And this is great to hear. Yeah, Delita, um, that band uh, fronted by Noel Tate, one of our um, beloved loonies. Uh, They will be releasing on the 13th of September their EP titled The Other Void. So no guesses as to what it is based on. Uh, six tracks, um, each titled uh, ranging from uh, Slasher, Sniper, Box, Sleep, Scarlet, and Spectre. So any of you fans there would know that that is the Warren Ellis run. Each of the tracks based on that uh, coming out September 13. Uh, yeah, and uh, keep an eye out for it. Uh, Noel's being 
generous enough to to give us a listen to it. It is fantastic. I can't wait to review it on the show. Uh, Yes, so keep an eye out for that. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, Also, a a link to their band, um, Bandcamp website. So Delita, fantastic guys, supplies of music for Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Anyway, we're going to head to a break now, and when we return, we'll get to our Punisher Ambush comic book review. Catch you soon. Hey there everyone, I'd like to tell you about the YouTube channel I Am Your Target Demographic. If you're a fan of comics, we have plenty that you'll enjoy over there, including a series called Heroes Like Us that explores comic characters of all sorts of different identities. And we even have a series that defines words that are used in nerd culture that you may not know what they mean. So you can check us out by heading to YouTube and searching I Am Your Target Demographic or look up IAYTD on any social media outlet. We Are Venomaniacs is the Venom Scythe official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views about Venom-related comics, movies, television, animation, and merchandise. We are available on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. Join us, won't you? Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. This is episode 110. You're here with the three high priests, Rebecca, Connor, and myself. As well, alongside us is a very special guest, Orion from We Are Venomaniacs. And uh, this is, Orion, this is one of your, this is one of your picks, yeah? This is a favorite of yours? Yeah, I mean, um, considering that uh, Moon Knight and Punisher are crossing paths once more in recent comics uh, in the Punisher mm, run, yes, um, I felt this was appropriate to bring up their very first uh, meeting and team up. Yes, and it was, and I actually I did, I mean, yeah, I had a little look as well because I, I wasn't too sure, but it, it is indeed by a couple of months it is their very first team up. Um, so yeah, we're looking at the Punisher Annual Volume 1, Issue 2. We're going to look at the main story. The main story is called Night Fight. Uh, there are a few other backup stories. We're just going to just touch upon that very, very quickly. But the main one's with Moon Knight in it. Um, Orion, would I be able to uh, ask of you to, to read the synopsis? So um, before we do that... Uh, this is available as a single issue, as a floppy. Uh, it's also available on Comicsology as a digital, uh, but only the first story. So that was interesting that you alerted me to Orion. Um, yeah. Mm, uh, originally published September 1989, so this is the very first Punisher Moon Knight team-up, titled Night Fight, writer Mike Barron, penciler uh, Bill Reinhold, he does the inks as well, colorist Greg Wright, letterer Janice Chang, and editor Carl Potts. So I've uh, I've tried to condense this story, Orion, into a little synopsis. There wasn't one available. I'm hoping my, my writing skills... Are up to scratch. Would you be able to take us through the synopsis? Yeah, no, no problem. All right. After witnessing a seemingly normal customer satiate their needs with hunger by gerbil, Mark Spector investigates, <laughs> which leads him to a mysterious organization named Save Our Society. Across town, the Punisher tracks down a small-time criminal 
who has been knocking off elderly women's social security checks for drugs. And it's not long before Frank is also led towards the Shady Save Our Society, an NFP organization dedicated to curing drug addicts. But both Moon Knight and Punisher investigate one of the Save Our Society clinics in Long Island, and upon finding the Punisher's intended target, Ralph Newton, things turn ugly. Uh, the two are attacked by serpentine humanoids as Ralph himself turns into a snake-like being, but the Punisher makes short work of him. Regrouping back at Moon Knight's mansion, the next target is the Bowart estate on Long Island, where both Madame Viper and a Dr. Tyrone are stationed, and where Save Our Society is based. More battles with the Serpent Men ensue, but this time, Viper manages to drug the Punisher with what appears to be the same drug turning all the addicts into snake people. Frank goes mad, shooting at everything and anything, as Moon Knight continues to battle his way through in pursuit of Viper. Viper manages to make good her escape, and Moon Knight clashes with the drugged Punisher, but manages to subdue him with a nifty stint of mesmerism. Frank wakes up at the Grant Mansion, grateful to Moon Knight for rescuing him, but he soon leaves to continue his ever-raging war on crime. Yes, thank you, Orion. Uh, that was the synopsis for this annual. So, uh, just as a, a you know, a little, you know backdrop into what we're going to do uh so we will just basically go through some aspects of this story uh ranging from writing to art to maybe themes characterizations and any references uh it makes to other runs and uh and that will culminate in a moon rating from each and every one of us from our convoluted moon rating system it's uh ranging from, you know, new moons to waxing gibbuses to all that pizzazz. We'll get into that. Anyway, so first off, I guess writing-wise, uh, what did what did everyone think of this? Connor, Connor, what did you think of this story, Night Fight? So, uh, you know, I thought it was uh, really fun. I wasn't, I had no idea going into this. Uh, my Punisher history starts entirely with uh, Marvel Knights' Ennis run, and mm-hmm. it goes on from there. Nothing before it for me, though. Mm-hmm. So this was like a complete dive into... Uh, this is Mike Barron, who I hear is, you know, quite a famous Punisher writer. Yes. Yes. Uh, cool. Um, got something wrong. So I think <laughs> I was actually... I was quite swept up by uh, this issue. I think it's a, a really good piece of spectacle and art. I do think it really falls apart in characterization, which I'm interested to talk with you about. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I think uh, I had a good time with it. I'm not sure if it's entirely something I'd recommend essential, but it was a delight to look at. Mm. And that sells me on a lot of things. Yeah, right. Rebecca, how did you find this story? Yeah, I agree. I thought it was really fun. Um, it reminded me of... Um, I also ha- have not read much Punisher before Punisher Max. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it reminded me a lot of like when I've been reading old sort of... Um, Captain America comics so I guess obviously because of Serpent Society and Hydra mm-hmm. and I've just been re- I was just reading Hickman's Shield so Madam Viper was kind of cool to have in there I like the characterization I thought it was interesting to um, 
just have Mark as like just Mark. Let's yeah. not let's not delve into who he's being today. And um and it was just a straight up little team up solve a crime. And they didn't fight each other first. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah, it was a nice handshake. Yeah, so that's Moon Knight Punisher. Yeah, that's what that's. And they both demask quite happily in front of each other. They do, don't they? Yeah, we'll get to yeah, get to that for sure. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of my aspects. I guess I want to talk about later. Yeah, yeah. But how did you find the story overall, Orion? I enjoyed it. You know, I mean, it's not it's not necessarily Moon Knight's story. Of course, it's really mainly the Punisher's story. And so we sacrifice a bit of Moon Knight's um, classic characterization where he's, you know, basically three people in one, mm-hmm. uh, which was surprising, you know, at the beginning uh, when we see him spying in on the pet shop to see the guy eat the gerbil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was expecting, oh, this this is uh, Jake Lockley, the cabbie, but no, it's ah, just yes. regular old Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> so is this in deep of the... Um... My, this is Mark Spector Moon Knight time, I imagine? Yes, it yes, is. Exactly. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. So, yeah, rightly so. The identities are just, like, cast aside, and it's really just Mark Spector now. Um, but, yeah, that gerbil thing. Um, <laughs> look, I, I found... Still. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was a huge gerbil, it was a by huge, the way. Uh, was I thought it was a rat. A I, was like, I think it was a uh, daegu. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they call it hamster later, so whatever. Uh, just some sort of, just some sort of, you know, animal that he gets eaten. Just, just something that snakes eat. Uh, but I found this actually, I found this story a bit, you know, just run of the mill uh, for me. A, a little bit confusing uh, in the middle there with some of the secondary characters. Uh, I'll put in one of the notes here, a bit of a, a plot hole in in one of the things. Uh, but you know, it was good to see Moon Knight and Punisher together. I mean, that was that was basically the main, you know, the main event for this for me. Just seeing them, um, you know, going how they interact with each other the very first time. So, uh, yeah, it was good. Very, they're very polite to each other. <laughs> um, they seem to respect each other well. It seems to degenerate over the years, uh, as we you know we've seen the Rosenberg run. Now mm. uh, they seem to be at loggerheads, but. Um, yeah, I I thought like this gerbil incident. I thought it was funny. If anything, uh, he just seems so traumatized by it. He just so, so caught up in it. Straight up profile. Do you know if yeah. I was at a pet shop and I saw somebody eat a gerbil, I'd be traumatized. Yeah, I know. And but this, I mean, you know, he's seen it's things. It's not he's, normal. No, it isn't. Go home and eat the gerbil. But <laughs> like, can we have that as a sound? My biggest problem with that though <laughs> is that this. <laughs> This Moon Knight just, like, straight up, he's like, oh, yeah, I guess this guy's up to me good. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. trust someone eating a gerbil. But, like, yeah. like if you're listening to this now yeah. and you eat gerbils, yeah. my advice is don't do that. You will probably get very sick. Yeah. But I'm not going to stop you from ones. listening to the podcast. <laughs> Moon Knight's like, you're definitely going to kill someone. Yeah. Let's use my million-dollar fucking helicopter yeah. and track you down. Got- like, come on, yeah. man. Not on. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was on. It saved some lives, but... And uh, he has this sixth sense. <laughs> he goes, I've got this feeling. Like, I saw a guy at a gerbil, and I just know he's going to lead me to something grander. It was a, it was a bit a bit of a stretch by Mike Barron there. Uh, if anything, it was good for laughs. Um, but... It was it was a bit of a giggle. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Maybe nah. he thought he was a werewolf. I'm just putting it out there. 
Uh, speak, uh, speaking, oh speaking, oh of, <laughs> speaking of a giggle, yeah. I think uh, I think it's page seven. I think mm-hmm. um, where Punisher is talking with um, uh, that bald headed guy at the, at the SOS. Oh yeah, um, you know, trying to convince him to speak to the manager of the place. Mm-hmm. There's this panel with Punisher saying, you know, it sounds like another department screw up. Blah blah. blah. It's like. His face is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is very funny. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that is well drawn, actually, by, by Reinhold. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, anyway, this, this gerbil thing uh, is a bit, it's a bit strange. Uh, he, he seems to be kind of obsessed with it. Uh, and it leads him to, yeah, to other things. And, and so it leads him to the thing I found. So Punishes after this guy, Ralph Newton, right? And Mark Spector has found this guy, the gerbil eater, and he's identified him as Helmet Sneed. Now, he mentions that when he's trying to figure out the identity of this guy, he calls Frenchie, he goes, look, just look up the credit card, you know, because um, he made the transaction to buy the hamster then. He later says that Helmet Sneed, he used a stolen credit card to to buy the gerbils. So if Frenchie did the run-up, you know, if he, like, the, looking up the owner of the credit card, it wouldn't be Helmut Sneed, it would be someone else. So how does he find it to be Helmut Sneed, if you know what I mean? Um, and then also... And then there's another one, Ralph Newton has Helmut Sneed's credit card. <laughs> so did Helmut steal a credit card because Ralph stole his, and this is how they're all somehow interlinked? It's a bit muddied, I think, a bit muddled, the, the story I'm telling, and... Yeah, I, I found that a little confusing. I had to go read it again to see what was actually making sense and how they actually were being um, led towards, how do you call it, a boardwalk estate? Um, yeah, anyway, it's a bit patchy. That's what I thought. So, um, yeah, I found that a little bit of a weak point there. Um, with art, as you said, Orion, uh, good facial expressions here by Reinhold. Uh, is uh, Connor, are you a fan of the art here? Or what did you think of it? It's very, it's yeah, very was, much of the time. No, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I that's I feel like that's something I usually say, but I was absolutely blown away by this issue. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, uh, let me just pull up the credits because I forget names immediately. Uh, Bill Reinhold uh, and Gregory Wright. I think they are good Punisher artists. Yes. What I think they are yeah. a brilliant Moon Knight artists. Yeah, page 18 absolutely. Is is it page ten? Sorry, is the first issue, uh, first page we get a full body Moon Knight, and that is an absolutely stunning page of composition. I'm not sure whether Gregory Wright was just a fantastic uh, colorist or whether they worked hand in hand on this one, but mm-hmm. I think that is just. A, a stunning profile and I absolutely love the physicality of all it just brings such a great atmosphere and I think from there uh, it just absolutely didn't let up um, and I, I yeah I mean you know this could have been a, a much worse story and I would have absolutely followed through because I genuinely loved every page mm-hmm. another one on page 20 with the moon copter the moon copter is cool just, isn't the moon copter was fantastic very good yeah. such a, it's such a fantastic bit of yeah. atmosphere well, finally I mean, some of the pages are just your yeah. generic action but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, great. Uh, now it is. It is good. Rebecca, the art for you was it? Yeah, the art I thought was really good. Um, for you know, obviously I'm used to different art styles now, but mm-hmm. like for comic of the time and for an annual where they quite often get in whoever they've got to do things, I thought it was really good. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it has a couple of like little things I didn't love about it, but overall, I thought it was really strong. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the on the layout, though, Rebecca, as well. What did you think of this? To me, it was it was quite. 
packed, quite condensed. If you look at it, well, nearly it every page, yeah, yeah, it's full of panels. And it's, uh, like, it's very like, I mean, it's again, we just don't see things like this very much. No. And the colours are quite muted in mm-hmm. some ways. Yeah. Um, but I thought the, the way they did the panels with um, actually really progressed some of the action scenes so uh-huh. you can tell they're probably if they are like as you know if you're saying they're like punisher artists they're probably very used to these like high adrenaline action scenes yeah and it worked really well when like, when you get the moon knight kicked to the face it's a fantastic panel mm. yeah. you know like um and it's got all these like tiny sort of oppressive panels around it and then these long horizontal ones that can sort of be like mini spreads yeah and and the same with the punisher Moon Knight handshake. I think it's really nice to yeah. just show their hands. Yeah, he loves the, um, the long, the long horizontal, like narrow strip, doesn't he? Yeah, I yeah. think some of I think um, like was it Orion saying that some of the expressions are a bit mm. aren't like are a bit Dopey. stylized. I think is probably <laughs> <It's not laughs> and I don't mean that necessarily in a horrible way because some of them it works yeah. well and some of them it's like crazy. Like when you get the snake people, it works really well. Yeah. But um, some of them are like, but but it, but that's just probably something I'm not used to. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I think he they did a really good job with um with Moon Knight. Mm, yeah, Moon Knight looks I think looks great. Um, very used to this kind of art. I mean, a lot of early '90s Punisher yeah. issues were this, like with this art. I'm pretty sure Reinhold did a lot of them. Uh, it's hard to describe, isn't it? Uh, like there's definitely detail in there, but it's not, it's kind of scratchy, or the the inking is um, not. There's not a lot of background. Mm, not a lot of background, um, but the weights of the 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 lines and the and the details. Um, I don't know. There, there's a yeah. There's a stylized manner to it, but it it has yeah. a distinct has a distinct signature to his kind of his kind of artwork. Um, Orion, are you a big fan of this art? I think this it works pretty well. Um... I especially like, uh, let me see which page this is, um, page 15, I believe, where we're introduced to uh, Madame Viper. Mm-hmm. Um, the the panel I like to point out the most is the um, the second to last one at the bottom left uh, is her face in half shadow. It's oh, very, very nice. stylized. Yeah. It's very, I really like that. So I think the, the art works pretty well um, for a Punisher Moon Knight crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, and there's actually there's a lot of there is a lot of uh, dialogue in here as well. Um, but amazingly, like with the amount of panels and, and the amount of condensed information in each page, it, it seems to work okay. I think. Um, yeah. Well, I guess actually I forgot to mention. So for anyone, because this is quite a weird one to go into, right? This is part of a a massive storyline that spanned all the annuals around this time, 1989, um, under a, a cross, a big event called Atlantis Attacks. Now, basically, kind of in a nutshell, there's this dude called Gore, um, and he wants to unleash Set, the serpent god of chaos, onto the world. And he has a, five, a five-step plan, basically. Um, and one of the steps is to actually turn all humans into serpent people. So this is this is where this kind of fits into it all. So, yeah, so Madame Viper, she has this formula which can actually turn people into serpents. Um, she's working, you know, basically with 
with gore. Um, and, uh, yeah, so th- they're setting up these clinics to turn drug addicts into certain people. So that's how it all kind of ties in. Um, and there's another four steps here. Um, it's something to do with the serpent crown. Funnily enough, there's something to do with Atlantis Attacks. It's funny because it's called Atlantis Attacks, the the storyline, but that's only like one small aspect of the whole massive story. Um, what else is there? Um, also, he wants to kidnap seven super-powered heroines to become the brides of Seth. So there's all these things that happen um, that are happening across all the annuals. It's a, it's a massive storyline. Um, so this is, yeah, this is Moon Knight's little um, involvement in it all. Uh, but anyway, so that that was just a, a bit of a backdrop to to the theme. Um, Connor, as well, you were mentioning some things that you wanted to raise about, um, I guess, the characterization. Yeah, I think um, like I had a lot of fun with this issue. I think this is just a fun, dumb story. If you want to team up, you know, I'd happily. I, I, I love a bit of action, so I'm quite happily to read a story like this. Mm-hmm. And I really, I, like I said, I like the art um, a lot. My biggest problem with it is I, Punisher and Moon Knight just do nothing for me in this issue. Mm. If this was the first issue I read, I'd be like, that's nice action. Who gives a damn about either of these characters? Mm. They kind of just talk to each other like your average Joe on TV. There is no, like, real specific characterization that I've come to know and, you know, from this era as well that I know. And I think, you know, the priority was just to have a good fun annual and, you know, it was probably something to sell Moon Knight and Punisher to each other as much and just to have a good time with it. But, yeah, it was just... Both these characters were just completely uninteresting to me in this issue. Yeah, Yeah. I would would say that kind of like on the last podcast, I... I was especially guest on for um, Last Sons of Krypton, mm-hmm. where we reviewed a Superman and Spectre team up uh, crossover. Yeah. Uh, I would say the same thing for this issue, where it's a fun issue, but it's not a great introduction to the characters. Mm. Yeah. Well, you kind of get the. I mean, for Punisher, he's still doing his stock standard thing, isn't it? I mean, like, you kind of get him introduced tracking down a druggie you know, smacking down a door of, of um, you know, drug addicts and, and shooting his way through stuff. I mean, there's not, you know, it's very kind of surface level, you know, Punisher. It's nowhere near the Garth Ennis, you know, intricacies of, of um, yeah, Punisher's and psyche. But and the, you're never told why he's doing Yeah, this. true. He's just a machine that, yeah, exactly. So you're right. I mean, and Moon Knight even less so as well. He's just, he's basically some guy that just watched a guy eat a gerbil. That, that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, in this era as well, actually, you know, Punisher was also doing stuff like stealing jet skis and mm, stuff. Yeah, like that's right. That's, you know. Yeah. He's got a nice cool hang glider here as well, which is pretty nice. Um, for, for, for yeah, all pretty of, nice. But all the layperson may know, this may be Moon Knight's origin book, and he became Moon Knight because he saw someone eat a gerbil one day. <laughs> <laughs> a gerbil knight or something like that. That's yeah. that not be the MCU option. <laughs> a gerbil yeah. uh, <laughs> One of the things I wanted to raise was, so the Punisher gets injected by Madame Viper. Uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. turn. What what happened here? Do you think? Like, how come he? Is it because he's willpower? Yeah, is baby. it? That's a valid yeah, thing. Is it his sounds willpower? Like he fought it off. My gosh! Wow. So he's a. They but he does these, go a bit mad first. Yeah. Sorry, what was that, Rebecca? He does get the green eyes. He does get the green eyes like, and good yeah, art as well. He's got full on mad look in his face. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so it's his um and. 
And uh, again, speaking of characterization, uh, Moon Knight's mesmerism. Um, you know, did... <laughs> that was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was unexpected. More that than was the amazing. That was amazing. So you know, being introduced well, it, to Moon Knight, it did give me the. It, yeah. I don't know. It, it was very much the sign of somebody who spent a lot of time in like uh, oh, yeah. psychiatrist office being. Actually, yes. that's a good that's a good tie-in, yeah. Because if you didn't know anything about Moon Knight, you'd probably think that he can do this all the time, or this is his magic yeah, power. Yeah, you would or think that was one of his go-to things. Yeah, but very strange. Uh, this is like the first and only time we ever I, see I, him I use so. this technique. I think so. It's like Bring there's, it um, back. Bring it back. there's an Iron Fist thing where he uh, hypnotizes Jessica Jones' baby. He uses um. the Iron Fist to like not you know like to sort of oh the Iron Fist does it okay. Yeah, 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 and I don't think you ever see that again. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I could, I could, you know, accept that from from Danny Rand, you know, with the chi, because he, he's yeah. it's quite versatile what he does. With he mood. does use it to calm down a crowd. Yeah, in another thing. So yeah, I love I love those like extensions. And of I, what I, I also love yeah. his. Um, great. With Moon Knight using his crescent dart, you know, work. as a, yeah. you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't know. Yeah, it just threw me off a bit. It's just like, what? It was just, yeah, it was a bit like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he manages to (laughs) subdue Punisher. Again, again, a little kind of Noel, a a quite fun thing. Um, I also also like the, um, you know, the creative uses of of cursing in this one, because once he, like, once he hypnotizes Punisher and he starts to go into convulsions, he's like, (laughs) catches him and says, oh shit, he's going into convulsions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that could be, you reckon, I'm wondering if Mike Barron had to put that in there because, um, well, I'm not sure what came first, but it's a bit hard to follow what's happening to Punisher there as well. You know, he just yeah. seems like he faints or... I was looking at Moon Knight, he's got his hand on his gun and then I thought he did something to him. I thought he hit him, but he, yeah, he just fell into a convulsion. Um but yeah, so I don't know. There's a, a few things here. Uh, the other final note for characterization, I think you touched upon it before, Rebecca. The secret identities. Now, Mark just openly. You know, this is the first time he's met the Punisher, and he just openly reveals his his identity. He brings the Punisher to Grant Mansion of all things, or um, or, or uh, Spectre Mansion, I guess, because it's only Mark Spectre these days. Um, but yeah, what, what were your thoughts on on this, Orion? Did you? Did you have? Uh, you know, did you take umbrage? I was, I was a bit pulled out of the story when that happened. I was like, wow, he, they're <laughs> like, he's really going for it. It's like, oh, let's form this relationship where yeah. we know each other's secret identities. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's a bit strange. Um, yeah, so I found that a bit weird, but um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think now in Mark Spector Moon Knight if he just if his identity is um, concealed. That was kind of just the nineties, though. I mean, they don't—they don't pulling off their mask. I mean, you don't see them tell each other their names, but they can obviously like recognize each other mm. now. Yeah, yeah, that, that is the thing. Also, I feel like if there was anyone to tell, the punish is pretty okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. yeah true. If you don't think you're going to be shot, you're kind of fine. Yeah, Especially true. after you've saved his life. Yeah, that's true. Like you're, you're Mark, probably pretty Mark never calls him. Mark never calls him Frank. He's always calling him Punisher. No, true. And and likewise, you get Moon Knight not. 
But I mean, it, although to, you know, once once you've left Spectre Mansion, you might be able to put two and two together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I mean, but the Punisher's identity is, like, you know, I, I don't know. It's widely known, isn't it? The Punisher's known as is, is Frank Castle. Is that open? I don't. Yeah, it's probably in the papers. Yeah, what, that's what. I, yeah. yeah. This dumbass. Yeah. So it's more more Mooney, like you know. But yeah, trying to form that trying to form that bond. Um, and as we they seem quite pally. They, they do. For like a first meeting. I like it. Even the, like. the last three panels, it's Mark, you know, hand on shoulder, you know, tending yeah. to, to, to Frank. They had a good time together. Neither of them criticised each other for being, like, violent. True, nobody yes. Nobody said, you're mad. Like, exactly. Nobody <laughs> said, like, uh, you're a violent psychopath. Yep. No one asked him about, no one asked Frank about his family. I mean, like, you know, it's quite unusual for both of them in their day-to-day life for no one to say you're a psycho, you know, like you're a a sort of psychopath. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that's a, yeah, happy, happy days. You're a hyper-violent character. They're like, no, let's have a drink together. It's great. (laughs) It's the 90s, eh? That's right. I mean, like, you know, But also, I mean, like, the the truth is they are both fairly hyper-violent characters. Oh, they are. Who both (laughs) done military service and, you know, like. There is a lot that could, you know, that you could just, I guess from their demeanour, they, they seem to have this, yeah. Yeah. But well, I, although, I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I'd like to see, it, it's a, you know, it's, it is a relationship I'd like to see explored sometime. Yeah, they are, yeah, because of the military background, for sure. I mean, this is the, you know, we all were kind of spectolating when Netflix Punisher came out and uh, there was that scene with him in the Marines, like, you know, Back, you know, yeah, flashback, yeah. and we're going, oh, is that Moon Knight? Because they, they just kind of go together, don't they? And and uh, in the Mark Spector Moon Knight run, that's definitely alluded to. Um, Punisher show. Well, even when, yeah. even in the Punisher show, when they were having their sort of group therapy, mm. and there was that guy who was like going, oh, I'm a cab driver, and I'm like, don't do yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. It's yeah. too much, but like, you know. Well, hey, we don't need that anymore. We've got a show. That's crazy. We don't need it, yeah. <laughs> Although, like, you'll see my 10 facts about Moon Knight did include he's a, he is the cab <laughs> oh, yeah. driver in every single Marvel. Every yeah, single that's one. It. Every cab you see Master in a Marvel disguises. TV show. Oh, yeah, Daredevil season Jake three. Lockley. Yeah. Every single one. That's awesome. Every cab you see in any Marvel property. Hiding in plain sight. Don't let anyone tell you differently. <laughs> no, it's an absolute fact. We should make sure everyone knows about Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I? I could mention, actually, um, while... Jeez, uh, i got to find a page now. Uh, while... Um, yeah, while we're talking about taking the mask off... Mm-hmm. They're obviously back in uh, Grant Mansion, but it wasn't until you said on this podcast, like five minutes ago, that they're in Grant Mansion, that I thought they're in Grant Mansion. I thought uh, Mark, this millionaire twat, just built this room inside his moon copter. <laughs> wow. That's a nice decor. What are you doing? But it makes sense they popped uh, it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, who knows? He's got Amazing. enough money. <laughs> that. Well, the line before it punishes like mm, this is a this is a bit ostentatious, yeah, ostentatious, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess when it looks like your helicopter looks like that inside, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay, that makes a lot more. That, sense. that can surprise me as well. Punishes quite, you know, quite um, articulate as well. And and in previous runs, well, actually in the round robin run, he he's shown himself to be quite the mathematician. So he's you know he's got. I have another comment to make about the Punisher. In the last yeah. three appearances I've read of the Punisher that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in boxer shorts. Ah. I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> Punisher boxer shorts. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm surprised. And Mark, you, that's one of your favourite Moon Knight costumes as well, isn't it, Rebecca? That is my favourite. Yeah, well, jokingly, but yeah. I know. So have both of them together. Boxer short bros. 
That'd be great. Oh, that would have been, that might have been a bit much for the comic code authority. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stretching it a bit. <laughs> uh, the bros. <laughs> uh, and any other final thoughts of Ryan on this issue? Um, no, I think we pretty much covered it. It was a um, short, uh, well, I would say short and sweet mm-hmm. kind of story. I think it's a it's a great uh, introduction um, for both characters, you know, introducing themselves. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, very unexpected how it played out, and I'll discuss that in a few minutes, but um, I ended up liking it. I think it set a the perfect tone for their relationship going forward mm-hmm. of mutual respect. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it was pretty good. Excellent. Well, I was about to jump into the moon rating systems, but Aran, if you had um, just another point there that you were going to say? If... Oh, um, no, I don't have any other point there. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought... Um, all right, well, I mean, do you want to do you want to take us on? As mentioned, uh, convoluted moon rating system, Orion. there you've got the the spreadsheet in front of you with all the fantastic markings that you can choose from. Uh, out of ten, oh, you did that just for me, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I think for everyone. <laughs> um, so, Orion, yeah, out of ten, what would you? How many moons would you give? The what type of moon would you give this? Hmm. I will have to say three quarter moon. Three quarter moon. Okay, so seven and a half out of ten for um, for those doing the equations. Okay, so thoroughly enjoyable for you. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um, look, I slightly uh, I feel bad, but I was slightly harsher in my marking. I gave it a half moon, a five out of ten. I, I thought it was just um, it was kind of. I thought that was like one, uh, like half a star out of ten, zero point five. So I'm like, whoa! <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. Five. I mean, so it does get a, it does get a pass. Um, we get we get Mooney and Punisher. For me, that was a big thing. Just seeing them together for the first time was was cool. Um, the story, uh, I just found a little a little weird, a little uneven with Mike Barron's writing of it. The art was good. Um, and not really much to it. I mean, they were tracking down people, but um, that really didn't hold my interest. I mean, the main thing was the gerbil, basically, for me. So that's another another point there, 5 out of 10. Uh, Rebecca, for you, what would you give this? Uh, I'm in between. I think, I'd say like 6, because okay. I did find it quite... I enjoyed it. Okay, so a low-ranging a low ranging waning gibbous from Rebecca. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it, but I don't think it's ever going to be a classic. Mm. But if I... Of, like, first meetings, I think this is a pretty sweet one. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's done and dusted in a nice little annual that obviously continues on a story. Yeah. Uh, I think Moon Knight had a, a good and significant part in it. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with how they're written particularly. The story's a bit like, nah, but you know. Yeah. It's Madam Viper and anything with Hydra and ah, snakes. Yeah. Is it, well, it is a good thing, right, from the Cap days, right? The Cap, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's also a bit like, uh, it's always going to be an element of, yeah, really, you're turning people into snakes. Okay, sure. Ah, uh, yeah. Peter Gerbil. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, right. Uh, and, and Connor, yourself? Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it uh, the same as Rebecca, uh, Wayne and Gibbous. Um Probably give it. Uh, I'll give it a seven out of ten. You know, I think I that um, the character is quite lacking, but I, I had a good time with the rest of it. And I think some of those panels are genuinely stunning. So even if the whole package isn't quite as much as some of its parts, I think you, you wouldn't go wrong with reading this at least. Yeah. Okay. So a high ranging um, 
waning gibbous there for you for Connor. So seven. Uh, okay, so uh, quite a varied um, varied range there of, of ratings. That's pretty cool. Rebecca, look, I might add this on the show anyway. You've sent something here. Just wanted to mm-hmm. to make mention of it. So you sent a tweet from um, a gentleman, Matt. Yeah, Mitovich. I think he's a TV critic, I think. Okay. Um, and so apparently, so uh, Looney listeners, the Disney Plus episodes... Um, so for the Moon Knight show, will be released on a weekly basis as opposed to the all-at-once binge model. Uh, oh, oh, no. That, there goes my plans. Oh, what was your... Oh, <laughs> no, to, 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 I was, I was going to take the entire day off when they released uh, and binge the entire well, thing. Well, you take the whole week off. That is so much better. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it. I like it as honestly. well, actually. To be, uh, I like that. I mean, number one, it makes sense if you've got someone paying for a monthly... Yeah subscription model oh, yeah. to make them pay for more than one month um like yeah true um i also just read in a separate update that they're also not going to remove stuff so oh, it's not going to be content that goes in cycles it will always be up there oh wow i, I, the DC I think it gives us a bit of space to talk about it and yes. for people to catch up and well yeah i like binging because i'm it's easy for me to do because i don't work much and i work at odd hours mm. but um I will very much enjoy being able to talk with everyone about it and in in have a whole week to talk yes. about it. I think that's great. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I really like it. I, I, only the fact that, I mean, just nowadays I'm finding it harder to be able to binge, you know. Um, to be able to watch one episode here and there is great. So to, to have that extra space um, and, and to, yeah, to let something soak in um, and to have, you know, real cliffhangers again is pretty cool um, for a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Connor, are you a, are you a fan? Yeah, no, I, I'm quite happy with Weekly, yeah. I think. there's Especially when you have a community like ours and an active community constantly talk about that, I think that's a, a that's a really enjoyable way to experience. Yeah, I reckon it'd be great. Now, now one thing I would say is um, I doubt this will happen, but I hope that they somehow integrate Marvel Unlimited into Disney+. Ooh. And then for these shows and stuff, they would have um, advertisements for suggested reading on Marvel Unlimited. Oh, that would be well. The now actually somebody yeah, said something about that this what? week, didn't they? Really? Um, yes. Um, I don't know if they said it just to me. I don't want to name them because I just want to name them. Somebody said that they got an email saying that their Marvel account was being switched into a Disney account. Mm, they've been merged, like they've been Comixology merged. and Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, who knows? Right. There may be an add-on service where you get the comics as well, and they can do that. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, what happened to the yeah, DC I'm, I'm hoping universe, to get Marvel though. Unlimited by the end of the year, so... Yeah. That tank. Yeah. That uh, that was, yeah, the limited release, and I don't oh, think, okay. you know, a really awkward time okay. of... Um, transition for dc because warner brothers just acquired hbo oh Max okay whatever it is so I th- that's yeah, oh, okay so nothing that's been an unfortunate instance yeah but they they had incorporated comics didn't they as well comics and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that would have been good yeah I, I i've i've tried reading like um for the spec for the specter and superman issue i read that on the dc universe app okay and i gotta say it's it's not a very intuitive app oh. when it comes to watching that and, and even for like watching the videos and stuff you know i it's like when you're watching a video and you want to come back to it dc universe seems to have an issue with you know keeping your place yeah. where you were right so it's like it's not right. it's not a very intuitive app which is a real bummer but 
you know, for what it offers, I think it's is fair. Okay, so the, it was it wasn't firing on all cylinders, but yeah, I mean the intent was it was good. It's just yeah, uh, hopefully Disney Plus, um, and I like that idea, Iran as well. Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, I love that idea. That would be really cool. And that would be such a good way to boost comics as well, you know, Mm. by tying them together. Um, You know, we're always talking about the flagging industry. I mean, this is a perfect way to kind of give give it an assist. Uh, Anyway, so uh, Loonies, that was was our review on on this Punisher annual. I'm just quickly going to 25 and a half divided by four, you know, looking at six point something. Uh, 6.4, something like that, uh, is the average uh, out of 10. So uh, make of it as you will. Uh, there were other some backup stories here as well, uh, um, and look, we won't get into too much of it. Uh, the Dark Seeker, this was a story uh, written by Roger Salick. It was um, a, a microchip-centric um, story about him going at and, and saving or helping a Vietnamese uh, restaurant owner and her um and his i think other daughter um from uh, like a mob uh that was quite a grisly oh my gosh actually the the villain was a cannibal uh it's quite mm. quite graphic uh they were refugees um vietnamese refugees and the guy um you know ate the the restaurant owner's nephew and uh anyway so his name is a cannibal anyway there are a lot of grisly it's a, a surprise actually it made it past um the senses anyway so that was a quite an interesting story the other ones um punishes fighting techniques uh notably this was drawn by jim lee and inca scott williams so most of you would know they made it big in the 90s with chris claremont with the uncanny x-men and this was early jim lee and scott williams and uh it was just like a, a bit of a montage of punishes different fighting techniques um, so the violent, uh, the violent person in you um, can, you know, enjoy and fantasize about doing these moves. Although they do have a disclaimer: do not try this at home. <laughs> so, a lot of very violent techniques um, shown there. And the last um, story was the Saga of the Serpent Crown, Chapter Five. It actually had um, Conan the Barbarian in there. So writer Peter Sanderson. Uh, to me, I found this the least interesting out of all of the stories in this annual. Um, it got really word heavy about. Um, basically the serpent crown and uh, i guess it's um travails through time and and uh, how it came to be and 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 this was still very much in the the deep past um again notably mark bagley one of his earlier um works for marvel i guess back in 89 so those were the other stories um but that pretty much wraps us for this episode uh, a huge thank you, Orion, for, for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for waking up early again um, to to chat comics with us. It, well, trust me, it's much better than the last time I was on here and had to do that at 2 a.m., oh. so it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. an improvement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, look, just while we have you here as well, a, a shout-out, would you like to give a plug to um, where people can find you? Yes, so um, as we mentioned, I am with We Are Venomaniacs, which is the Venom Sites official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. We are currently in um, 
in a weekly podcast series covering all of Absolute Carnage, which will run through into November. Cool. Uh, so every single week we're recording on Wednesday nights uh, at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time mm-hmm. and 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. You can join us on our Discord, um, which you can find more details about on www.thevenomsite.com. And you can listen in as a live audience. That's awesome. And yeah, and so um, you can find the Venom site, of course, on their website. You can find us on Twitter at thevenomsite.com and at wav underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on uh, Reddit as well uh, at r slash the Venom site. Awesome. Great. We'll, we'll definitely yeah, nice. we'll definitely have all these in the show notes. Loonies, I urge you to go give these guys a listen. Fantastic stuff. They're doing the absolute carnage thing at the moment. Uh, fellow members of the collective, so 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 cool to have you guys on board as well. Which uh, again, a little plug. Collective network. Just a lot of podcasts, just liking kind of the same things, all comic <laughs> comic character based Sorry. or pop culture based. I know where is Rebecca. It um, might be the serpent formula. Kicking in. <laughs> Pretty much. Afraid we're out of Exactly. Um, yeah, so check them out. They're, they're doing really cool stuff. And the Absolute Carnage story is just firing. Uh, Rebecca O'Connor, have you read... I've got a, a huge... I've been lauding it to you, Orion, the Separation Anxiety, Absolute Carnage. Mm. Absolutely yes. fantastic issue. I have never read a Marvel horror issue as good as that in a while. Um, yeah, it was definitely a surprise going into it. It's like, wow, this is actually some legitimate horror. It's legitimate horror, yeah. Rebecca, did you manage to read it or? No. No. Oh, it's, it's... Sorry, I've got a no. <coughs> cough. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, it really, really, uh, really interesting, really interesting story. Connor, you would have read it maybe? Are we talking about a Donny Cates one or the old Absolute Carnage from the 90s? No, no, the Donny, Ka- Donny Cates Absolute Carnage. Uh, no, I haven't, uh, actually. Um, I kind of fell off that Venom series, I'm afraid. Uh, that is kind of shameful. I'm, I'm hoxpoxing instead, I'm hop, hop-poxing. Oh, yeah, no. I'm death's heading. Ah, death's heading. That's all awesome. I've read. Nah, no worries. No, well, very, very good. Highly recommend that as well. Uh, so next phase, Loonies is a new moon. We're going back to looking at the phases of the moon. It's a new moon. And that means that it's a spotlight episode. It's going to be an Acts of Vengeance special, actually, because this is the lead-up to the following episode. After that will be our coverage of Acts of Evil, the Moon Knight Annual, which uh, we've been, you know, just can't wait to to read. against Up against Kang, written by Cullen Bunn. But before that, um, I'm going to be joined by uh, Josh Geronimo Johnson uh, to cover... We're going to do a bit of an overview of the Acts of Vengeance which uh, occurred in the, the late 80s, early 90s. Um, obviously, go through Moon Knight's Acts of Vengeance and, and some others. Uh, should be fun. Um, yeah, so um, get reading with those. A Moon Knight it's, it's annual good. Oh, uh, without a series? I know, I know. Isn't that strange? <laughs> Come on. Well, hey, we've got a TV show now. <laughs> well, no, 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 but you're right. It, it is very strange. That's, everyone always says that, like, you know. How can we get there? But now, as you say as well, most likely we're going to get a series. We're going to get runs. I'm assuming there's going to be like limited series, like minis of Moon Knight in the lead I up. I imagine to, so, yeah. Yeah, plus mm-hmm. collections, um, reprinted, all that sort yeah. of stuff. It's going to be grand. Ho- hopefully, you know, hopefully Mark Spector Moon Knight finally gets its own collection. 
Oh yes, yeah. oh, everyone. I would say it's very light. Yeah, I think actually, very light. Yeah. yeah. I'll try and make everything collectible. It's because it's a nice size, sixty issues. Yeah. It's a nice little, maybe in two volumes, or if you get it, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that looks very doable indeed. But it's it's quite a decent bit for Moon Knight. Like we've got the Covenant Axe of Vengeance, and then the week after we've got Punisher fifteen, which mm. is yeah. Moon Knight oh, yeah. front and center on the Connor. Week after that is um you know that Axe of yeah. Evil. So yeah, it's, he's starting to pop up, isn't he? We'll take yeah. what we get. No, absolutely. Uh, so fantastic. Once again, big thank you, um, Orion, and the High Priest, Rebecca Connishu. Uh, it's been great chatting this huge news, huge news. And um, before we go, though, Connishu, um, where can loonies find us? They can find us at all those lovely places, like our website, which is intothenightpodcast.wordpress.com. Episodes, links, newsletters, uh, podcasts in the collective, like our Venomaniacs, Venomaniacs themselves. Um, our Facebook page, uh, you can find similar as facebook.com slash itkmoonnight. Uh, you can message us there or email us at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at itkmoonnight. And our fantastic group, uh, blown up even more because of certain situations, is <laughs> facebook.com slash group slash itkmoonnight. Join the community. Check us out on podcast catches, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, all those places. If you'd like to ch- uh, give us a review... We wouldn't mind that even in the slightest. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, been busy. Uh, a few members coming in. It's um, it's a grand old time to be a loony. Uh, so this group is, is expanding. And I can only imagine with the TV show around the corner, it's just going to grow. And it's just it's going to be so much fun just t- chatting Moon Knight with all the loonies. Anyway, we've got to get out of here. We've got to upload this little thing. And, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing all your thoughts. Oh, shit, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Look forward to hearing all of your thoughts and loonies uh, in the group and on the page. Um, but as always, make Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Bye. 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 Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Alrighty. Well, Any, well. Anyway, yeah. Get, get yourself a coffee or something, or splash some water on the face. <laughs> Alright. Um, no. Next, next, next thing to do is to clean the guinea pig cages. You probably heard them in the background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Don't tell them we were talking about. Oh, they might have been. Yeah, yeah. It was quite, yeah. <laughs> they must have been trauma. This is pa- yeah, packing like, it. Very upset. I was just worried. Was like, like, where are they? Yeah. yeah. There was there was some very very bad gerbil action in my life i swapped my gerbil for a hamster <laughs> i love there's so and many then... good so many good sound bites here rebecca from you sorry I oh, okay. my well lesson learned that gerbils are gerbils are the worst thing so lesson gerbils learned. Are the worst, <laughs> cool